the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. EDI Travel. If you've been walking the same old road for miles and miles, if you've been hearing the same old voice of the same old lies. Hey, good afternoon. Thanks so much for listening to Faith Talk 570, 910, FM 102.1. I'm Bill Carl, and last Thursday at uh, Armature Works, we had the privilege of blessing over 500 pastors, folks in ministry, guys who love God. Some of the wives came out, and we were so thankful for that opportunity uh, to share that with them. Our keynote speaker was Dr. Mark Bailey. He's the president of Dallas Theological Seminary. Is a long track record as being just one of the more accurate, passionate teachers of God's Word. Also, a pastor who has spoken, uh, who has spoke, or who's spoken, has spoken, yeah, around the world. And the message he brought, while directed for pastors, had such bearing on all of us. I thought, uh, as part of the show today, that I would share that message with you. And so here in the 4 o'clock hour, for the first hour, we're going to share Dr. Mark Bailey's message. And also, coming up just before 5 o'clock, we'll talk with our friends at Radiant Church. They're one of the many great local churches who have been... Uh, key in Hurricane Michael relief. So we'll talk to them as well. With that, let's go ahead and get started. Dr. Mark Bailey, president of Dallas Theological Seminary, and the message he gave at our 2018 Pastors Appreciation Day. It is a privilege to be here. This is probably uh, one of the best uh, privileges and probably my favorite audience is uh, those who are in ministry and especially pastors. Uh, My hat's off to you. My heart's out to you. I've been there. I've done that. I remember uh, uh, a former, uh, at a former church, a former leader came and sat down in my office and he said, I have a whole list of things that I have found wrong with this church. And you've been there, you've heard this. He had a yellow pad in front of him. And so he uh, began to tell me everything that was wrong with the church that I had recently come to pastor. And I'd been there about a year and uh, had found a little bit more about him and uh, his style. And so I let him just vent. I let him vent for a few minutes, and then I said, are you finished? And he looked at me with strange eyes and said, yes. I said, I could fill three more pages. I said, I'm the pastor of this church, and much of that would be about me. And I could complain, or I can be a cheerleader. And he just didn't know how to answer that. And so I give you that as just a little tip. If you find somebody critical, just say, tell me what you've got, and I can add to it. And uh, it's the reality of the ministry. Uh, just for fun, how many of you came to Christ because you got scared out of hell and into heaven? Let me, let me see your hands. Yeah, some of us, some of us did. We heard a, a, a firebrand kind of a preacher, a pulpit pounder, a you know, Bible thumper. Uh, his message was turn or burn, fly or fry, shake or bake. How many of you came to Christ because somebody loved you into the kingdom? And you heard the message of love and the message of grace, and you came in. Now, some of you haven't raised your hands, so I want to tell you God loves you, has a wonderful plan for your life. (laughs) And in case you haven't come, uh, scared out of heaven or loved into heaven, 
scared out of hell or loved into heaven, I would invite you that there is a, a great message for you. Ironically, those two were the messages that showed up in the life of Christ at a very particular time. Luke chapter 7, if you have a Bible with you to punch on, to swipe, to uh, pull out, uh, however you have your text in front of you. I would like to take you to Luke chapter 7. And it says, when all the people in verse 29 and the tax collectors heard this, they acknowledged God's justice, having been baptized with the baptism of John. But the Pharisees and the lawyers rejected God's purpose for themselves. That's a fun theological conversation to have with somebody. They rejected God's purpose for themselves, not having been baptized by John. Uh, You can't tell a book by its cover, but many times it's important to uh, look at the cover to understand the book. Context is everything in scripture, and so this is the uh, bookends in front of a narrative that I want to share with you uh, today. Uh, The front end is Pharisees who reject God's purpose for themselves. On the back end is another passage. If you turn over to chapter 8 and verses 1 to 3, it says soon afterwards, that's after that narrative we're going to tell you about, he began going about from one city and village to another, proclaiming and preaching the kingdom of God. And the twelve were with him. And also some women who had been healed of evil spirits and sicknesses, women of uh, questionable and and, and unfortunate circumstances. Mary, who was called Magdalene, from Magdala, uh, from whom seven demons had gone out. Here is a woman who, whether she dabbled in the occult and got oppressed, or whether uh, she uh, had just been, uh, you know, influenced by demonic activity in her life, we're not sure. But Mary Magdalene had seven demons cast out of her at some point, either all at once or periodically in her life. Mary, a woman of very questionable background in the occult, from whom seven demons had gone out. And then I love this gal, Joanna, the wife of Chusa, who's Herod's steward. I I love the sovereignty of God. Uh, Herod is paid by Rome. Rome hires Chusa to be his finance minister. Chusa is married to Joanna, and she comes to Christ. And so Roman money through Herod, through Chusa, becomes a part of the offering that comes into the coffers of Jesus. You'd almost think God was sovereign. It's just fun when it happens. And then Susanna, and we don't know anything about Susanna. We just call her Susanna. And many others who were contributing to their support out of their private means. On the front end is Pharisees who reject God's purpose for themselves. On the back end, it's women of very questionable or unknown backgrounds who are contributing compassionately to the ministry of Jesus. It's inside those bookends, men and women, that we have a story about one Pharisee and one woman. One Pharisee. And one woman. I'm here today by invitation, and I'm so grateful because uh, when asked what would I speak on, they asked what's close to your heart, and we talked about a couple of things, and this is where we landed. Because I'm convinced, men and women, that uh, you and I need to hear 
And we need to develop an understanding to be able to hold some things in a holy tension as we navigate the uh, climate of our culture, uh, the divided voices that are clamoring to be heard, uh, the elevated uh, lack of civility, the uh, unquestioned illogical conclusions, the electronic gossip of social media, we who stand and represent Jesus Christ in ministry need to have a, a triangle of influence, a triangle of influence that uh, at the apex has courage and at the two corners of that uh, triangle have conviction and compassion. There are times that you and I need to be courageous to uh, speak up for biblical conviction. And there's times that we'll fly in the face of public opinion when we uh, have the courage to extend godly compassion. It's going to take courage to do both. And we can stop in Romans 1 and condemn those in our culture, or we can continue reading and find ourselves within Romans 1 to 3 and all of us in desperate need of the grace of God. It's in this passage that we have uh, a question that Jesus raises in light of Pharisees who reject God's purpose for themselves and women of unquestionable or questionable and unknown backgrounds who uh, are involved in ministry and contributing to the needs of Jesus in his ministry, that Jesus asks a penetrating question in verse 31 of chapter 7. To what shall I compare the men of this generation and what are they like? They're like children who sit in the marketplace. And he says, and they call out to one another and they say, we played the flute for you and you didn't dance. We sang a dirge and you didn't weep. And then he illustrates it because as the two questions that I asked at the beginning of my talk, uh, some of you got scared out of hell and into heaven because uh, of a message like John the Baptist, because he says, for John the Baptist has come eating no bread and drinking no wine, and yet you say he has a demon. But the Son of Man has come eating and drinking, and you say, behold, a gluttonous man and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. He said, you know, we gave you the message of judgment. That was John. John is the one who came thundering out of the wilderness. He, he was dressed like Elijah, he ate like Elijah, he preached like Elijah, he probably smelled like Elijah. And his was repent or else. Luke chapter 3, repent and bring forth fruits in keeping with repentance. For the axe is laid at the root of the tree. Every tree that doesn't bear fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. His was turn or burn, shake or bake, fly or fry. That's John the Baptist. Jesus came along and said, what are you doing for lunch? Let's go to dinner. And he got condemned for the kinds of people with whom he was eating. If hell didn't scare you and heaven hasn't called you, Jesus in essence says, I don't have any other message. Because hell is real and heaven is too. And those are two eternal destinies and there isn't a third. So he says, what else can I have? And so he uh, says, wisdom will show up in its children. That's his phrase. Wisdom is vindicated by all her children. In other words, a wise person responds to the message, whether that be a message of impending judgment, which is always a message of grace to get it right before you ever have to face judgment, or it's a message of love and a right response to grace when wooed to the Savior. 
wisdom's children show up. And then he says, now one of the Pharisees, one of the Pharisees in verse 36 was requesting him to dine with him. And he entered the Pharisee's house and reclined at the table. Here's the dinner statement. Uh, the dinner table, and it was uh, probably a triclinium, three-sided table, which was customary of those times. And uh, invited guests got to sit at the table. Uninvited guests could find their way into that courtyard and sit on benches or cushions on the edge of that scenery. And that's what allows us to understand the woman. Behold, a woman was in the city, and literally in the text it says, a sinner. She was evidently a notorious woman for her sinfulness in the city. And and she came in. She learned that he was reclining at the table at the Pharisee's house. She brought an alabaster vial of perfume, very expensive, and standing behind him at his feet while he's reclining at the table, fishbone style, around the table with the others, she is weeping. She's wetting his feet with her tears She's wiping them with the hair of her head and kissing his feet and anointing them with perfume. Now, don't miss, see the sights, smell the smells. The dinner table is set. It's a formal dinner with a Pharisee named Simon. Jesus is the invited guest. And this uninvited woman comes and she's boohooing and kiss kissing and wipe wiping and pour pouring on Jesus' feet. That's the dinner table. That's the setup. I'm Bill Carl. You're listening to Faith Talk 570-910-FM102.1. That's Dr. Mark Bailey, and he was our keynote speaker at this year's 2018 Pastors Appreciation Day last Thursday at uh, Armature Works. Just a tremendous message talking about the woman who broke the bottle of perfume over Jesus' feet and what the lessons are for us in that message. We're going to tell more of that story with Dr. Bailey when we come back here on the Bill Carl Show, here on Faith Talk 570, 910, FM 102.1. We're so thankful for your listening. Also at letstalkfaith.com. Amendment 3 gives Florida voters control of gambling. That's how it works in many places. Red states like Texas, blue states like California, big states like New York, and small ones like Rhode Island. That's how it used to work in Florida, too. For decades, gambling issues were decided by voters. Then, politicians took that power and used it to try to expand gambling. Amendment 3 returns power to the people. So casino licenses aren't for sale in Tallahassee. In the last decade, casino lobbyists gave nearly $50 million to Florida politicians. Restoring voter control will reduce casino corruption, hold the line on casino gambling, and empower you. Voters across America already have this power. You should, too. Vote yes on Amendment 3. Paid political advertisement paid for by Voters in Charge, P.O. Box 1991, Orlando, Florida, 32802. 
Do you suffer from pain like joint pain, muscle pain, back pain, or painful arthritis? Then you must listen to this important message. Anatoblock is a breakthrough supplement scientifically proven to quickly and effectively reduce inflammation and get rid of pain. Anatoblock is so effective, we guarantee you'll feel a significant difference in just a few days. Best of all, Anatoblock is now available to try for free. That's right. Call 800-832-2757 now and get out of pain absolutely free. Call today, 800-832-2757. Your favorite Tampa Bay sports talk show, the Pick and Roll Show with the mayor, the sports socialist, and Pillsbury is on the move. Yes, we're still broadcasting on Faith Talk, but we will be changing our airtime to 7 to 8 a.m. on Saturday morning. Still the same great show, just at a fresh new time. That's right. Wake up with us on Saturday mornings as we continue to bring you a faith-based sports show safe for the entire family. Saturday mornings at 7 on Faith Talk 570. 910 and FM 102.1. Welcome back to the Bill Carl Show here on Faith Talk 570, 910, FM 102.1. We continue to keep in mind our friends in the panhandle and those who've been dreadfully hurt by uh, the aftermath of Hurricane Michael. What you can do locally is important and nationally, too. One of the organizations that serves during these times is Save the Children on the ground during Florence and now with Hurricane Michael victims. You can help save a child today when you call this number, 888-884-4836. That's 888-884-4836. Or click the Save the Children banner at letstalkfaith.com. Last week, Thursday, as a matter of fact, Dr. Mark Bailey, the president of Dallas Theological Seminary, spoke to our pastors at our Pastors Appreciation Day from Luke chapter 7, the story of the sinful woman who poured perfume on Jesus while he reclined at dinner at a Pharisee's home. There are a lot of lessons for all of us in that story, and Dr. Bailey continues now. And the text goes on to say, when, when, when Simon, the Pharisee, who had invited him, saw this, Now, I love this. He said to himself, if this man were a prophet, he would know who and what sort of person this woman is who is touching him, that she's a sinner. Now, now understand his logic, his problem. uh, That's the dinner, and now come his doubts. That's the setting, and here comes the problem. Prophets know what God wants them to know. That's his logic. If Jesus were a prophet, he would know about this woman. He let her touch him, therefore he must not know, therefore he must not be a prophet. Did you catch it? Prophets know what they ought to know, because God makes it known to them. If he knew, he wouldn't. Problem is, he does. He must not know. And Simon's got a comfortable category for Jesus. <laughs> Check, he's not a prophet. No problem here. Look at the next verse. And Jesus answered him. Remember, he said it to himself. And Jesus answers him. There's a lot of humor in the scriptures. You have to find it and understand it. And so here comes the narrative of a little short parable that Jesus tells. And Jesus said, Simon, I have something to say to you. And he said, well, say it, teacher. And so Jesus tells him about a story about a money lender who had 
two debtors, one owed 500 denarii, that's almost a year and a half to a year and three quarter of day's wage, and the other owed him 50 days' wages. And when they were both unable to repay, he graciously forgave them both. So which of them, he asks, Simon, will love him the more? And Simon said, uh, I suppose the one whom he forgave more. And he said to him, you have judged correctly. This is the first right judgment Simon has made all day. Jesus is sitting there reclining at the table. The woman is boo-hoo and kiss-kissing and wipe-wiping his hair. Don't miss that keeps going during this conversation. Simon, let's put him here next to Jesus. And, And Simon's been doing the duck and weave looking at this lady, smelling the smells, hearing her cries. She's doing everything that's countercultural. It's a woman touching a man, number one. It's a woman of uh, questionable background, number two, in a Pharisee's house. Number three, she's let her hair down in public, which is proverbial, and you didn't do that. She's a, male, a woman touching a man, and she's crying publicly. They didn't even do that at funerals. They hired professional choirs to cry at people's funerals. And she's wasting precious perfume that she probably used out on the street for other activities. Simon is bothered by it, as we know. So Jesus asks and answers a couple of questions. What these two in this story have in common is they both owe a debt they can't pay. One is 500, the other is 50, but that doesn't matter. It can't be paid. Both are graciously forgiven. They have that in common. And thirdly, they both express a gratitude of love as a result. But what's different about them is the amount that has been owed, uh, the amount that has been forgiven, and then there is a differentiation that Jesus raises, which one will love him more? And he said, I suppose the one whom he has forgiven more. And that is a correct judgment. Now, don't miss the sights and the smells. Jesus, it says, verse 44, turning toward the woman, he's still going to talk to Simon. Looking toward the woman, he said to Simon, do you see this woman? That's got to be the under question of the day. I think that's all Simon has seen. Okay? Do you see this woman? When I came into your house, you gave me, watch the body language, you gave me no water for my feet. But she has wet my feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair. He moves up to the cheek. You gave me no kiss. That would be a cheek to cheek in the Middle East, not a lip lock. You gave me no kiss for my cheek. But since the time she came in, she has not ceased to stay at my feet. And kiss and kiss and kiss, imperfect tense in the Greek, constantly kissing my feet. Third body part, Simon, when I came in, you gave me no oil for my hair. That, that's, that's like, a, you've heard of three-in-one oil? Olive oil is ten-in-one oil in the Middle East. Olive oil is good for anything, for cooking, for, for bathing, for, for sores, for shampoo, And in essence, this would be the customary, invite them into your home, show them the guest bathroom, here's a clean towel, here's a new toothbrush in case you forgot yours. Simon, when I came in, you gave me no oil for my head. 
She hasn't stopped anointing my feet with her perfume. For this reason, her sins, which are many, have been forgiven, for she loved much. Now that raises an incredible theological question. In fact, at the beginning of the 12th century, there was erupted a theological debate of immense importance between the Archbishop of Canterbury and uh, a theologian by the name of Peter Abelard. Anselm, the Archbishop, taught that the death of Jesus Christ was the objective satisfaction for sin. Abelard taught that the value of the death of Christ was largely subjective in its moral influence that it exerts upon us. In other words, look how nice Jesus was, we should be nice too. Anselm said, no, the ground on which God forgives our sins was that substitutionary death of Jesus Christ alone. But for Abelard, it was a lesson just in love, persistence, and obedience, which is aroused in us as we contemplate how much Christ died or how much he loved us. You're listening to Faith Talk 570, 910, FM 102.1, and a sermon preached by Dr. Mark Bailey of Dallas Theological Seminary at our 2018 Pastors Appreciation Day luncheon. Based on Luke 36 through 50, the story of the sinful woman who poured perfume on Jesus at the Pharisees' dinner table. And the issue between St. Anselm and Abelard regarding what that all meant. We'll continue in just a few moments here on Faith Talk 570-910-FM102.1. Know this, you can also listen live at letstalkfaith.com. I'm Bill Carl, and we'll be right back with more from Dr. Mark Bailey. You're a good, good father. It's who you are. With us are a news line, Bob Agnew in Washington. A winning session on Wall Street, the Dow Jones Industrial Average at the closing bill. Up right around 550 points, 25,798. The NASDAQ was up 214. The S&P 500 picked up 59 points. Raging floodwaters have destroyed a bridge over a river in central Texas. The Lano County Emergency Management Office says rainstorms last week and this week are leading to historic flooding. A number of lives have been lost. Four people washed away last week when the South Lano River, which becomes the Lano River downstream, overran an RV park in Junction Texas. Three of those bodies have been recovered. Walmart trimming its profit outlook, citing this year's $16 billion acquisition of the Indian online retailer Flipkart, its biggest deal ever as the world's largest retailer tries to move more and more of its buying and selling online. This is SRN News. Windshields are all about safety, and so is Autoglass America. If your windshield is damaged and you have comprehensive insurance, we'll install a premium quality replacement with a lifetime warranty at no cost to you. We'll buy back your damaged windshield for up to $100 cash on the spot and come to you with free mobile service. Keep your family safe. Call us today. Remember, if it's chipped or cracked, we'll buy it back. 813-96-GLASS. That's 813-96-GLASS. Autoglass America. Over the last two years, bold, conservative leadership has the stock market at historic highs, unemployment at all-time lows, and the future looks bright. But with midterm elections in November, the left, hoping to flood the polls with a blue wave, threatens a return to a stagnant economy, weakness abroad, and prosperity strangling taxation. Florida is once again a battleground. We must prevail. 
Join us Thursday, October 18th at Tampa's Stratus Center for the Battleground States Tour with insight into all that's at stake for our state and our nation. From today's most influential conservative voices, national radio hosts Hugh Hewitt and Mike Gallagher, and featuring special guests Sebastian Gorka and Kaylee McEnany. Don't miss the Battleground States Tour, October 18th at the Stratus Center. General admission is free. Limited VIP tickets include a special meet-and-greet reception with a panel at 5.30. Event begins at 7. Get your tickets today at TheAnswerTampa.com. Summertime itches from bug bites, sunburn, and poison ivy need fast relief. Try Gold Bond Maximum Relief Cream with two maximum strength medicines that cool and soothe pain and itch on contact. And for those everyday itches from rashes, dry skin, allergies, even recurring conditions, there's new Gold Bond Intensive Healing Cream with two medicines and seven moisturizers that work a full 24 hours. Remember, for a quick itch fix, get Maximum Relief Cream. And for long-lasting healing, pick up new Intensive Healing Cream. Only from Gold Bond. Use as directed. Saturday mornings at 8. Ask an attorney with Joe Pippen. If there's a mortgage still on it, then he owns uh, one half subject to the mortgage. If you pay the mortgage off and you want to be compensated for that, then just get him to sign a new mortgage or a promissory note to you so there's some, some proof that he owes you the money. Okay, I appreciate that. Ask an attorney with Joe Pippen. Saturday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Imagine if I told you that an earthquake was going to hit tomorrow right where you live. That it would be 6.5 in magnitude with aftershocks occurring twice 25 minutes apart. You'd no doubt talk with your loved ones and you'd make a plan today. It's true. I can't tell you an earthquake will happen tomorrow. But what if it does? Shouldn't you have a plan? Go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. I know a place where we can go to lay the troubles down eating your soul. I'm Bill Carl. You're listening to Faith Talk 570, 910-FM 102.1, Tuesday afternoon. And still so thankful for the opportunity last week to bless our pastors. Last Thursday, as a matter of fact, at Armature Works. By the way, what a tremendous facility. And so much thanks to our sponsors, Word of Life and EDI Travel. Word of Life not only sponsored the event uh, with their resources, but with their people. They had volunteers out there at 7 o'clock in the morning helping with everything from soup to nuts. We're going to talk with Rich Andrews from Word of Life in the 5 o'clock hour. But now back to Dr. Mark Bailey and the conclusion of the message he shared from Luke 7, verses 36 through 50, a story of Jesus being anointed by the sinful woman. What a powerful message this was and what impact it had on all those who were present. Now, I want you to see this in its truthfulness. Jesus is more than a prophet. He's the son of God who has the authority on earth to forgive sins. Salvation is by grace through faith. Your faith has saved you. Go in peace. Salvation is by grace through faith, not of works. It wasn't at all credited to her crying. It wasn't at all credited to her uh, pouring. It was not at all credited to her wiping. It was not at all credited to her gifting. Your faith has saved you. You can go in peace. Forgiveness and peace are the results of a salvation that comes through faith. Because of God's grace. 
And love is the evidence of forgiveness, not the basis of forgiveness. But I want to uh, have you in your mind's eye imagine with me this afternoon five links of a big chain that go from one side of this hall to the other. And I want you to label in your mind's eye this middle link. I want you to put forgiveness slash peace. Your sins are forgiven, he says to her. And then what's marvelous to a woman who's had a street life, uh, to a woman who has come uh, overwhelmed by her uh, you know, love for Christ, she's come pouring and wiping and kissing, gifting Jesus. And he says to her, your sins are forgiven. Your faith has saved you. You can go in peace. Forgiveness slash peace doesn't get any better than that. On this side of the linkage, put the word salvation in the next to the last one and put faith on the end. Uh, please note the order. This could be a great theological discussion with you pastors. He does not say your salvation faithed you. He said your faith has saved you. If you believe you have life, not since you have life now believe, is the order in John's gospel. That's something to argue about on the way home with your friends. Your faith in the first link has saved you, obviously by God's grace over it all. But faith, salvation results in forgiveness and peace. Now watch this. In these two links over here, the one who's been forgiven much does what? Loves much. Put love in this link. The one who's been forgiven little loves little. But the one who's been forgiven much loves much. Love is the evidence of forgiveness, not the basis of forgiveness. Don't get the links out of order. But what do I put in the last link? In the last link, we put what she did. She never left his feet, overwhelmed by his grace. A demonstration of faith in the only one that could save her. And Jesus, being more than a prophet, being the Son of God, knows that very well. It's your faith that saved you. You can go away in peace. Your sins are forgiven. What goes, men and women, in the last link is what you and I should never forget. And that's humble service. Humble service. I want to challenge you if you have problems getting people to serve humbly, it may be because they don't understand love. If they don't understand love, it's because they don't know what they've been forgiven. They don't understand the peace that comes through the forgiveness of sins. And if they don't understand forgiveness and peace, it's because there is no salvation, because there is no, say it, faith. The links of this chain are ordered by the Lord. The one who's been forgiven much loves much. If you could get, dive into that story and if you could snuggle up against uh, you know, the... Uh, uh, the arm or the chest of uh, Simon who's reclining at the table and you slide into that fishbone structure and you lean back on Simon and say, Simon, you heard Jesus' story. Yeah. Are you the 500 or are you the 50? He said, I, I, I'm not the 500. She is. She's the 500. I may be the 50, but she's the 500. If you could squat down next to the woman in between her sniffles and her cries, and her wiping and her pouring. And you could ask her, ma'am, excuse me, 
You heard Jesus. Yes. Are, are you the 500 or are you the 50? I think in her crying, she said, I, I don't know who the 50 is. It doesn't matter to me who the 50 is. I'm the 500 for sure. You could slide in next to Jesus and say, Jesus, I, I heard your story, but I have a little question. Who, who, who's, I think I know, but who, who's the 500 and who's the 50? And he would rebukingly say, did you not listen? I already told you. Her sins, which are many, have been forgiven. Therefore, she loved much. She's the 500. Oh, I thought that was true. So Simon is the 50. No, no. You didn't listen. Here comes the hook. The one who's been forgiven loves. The one who's been forgiven much loves much. The one who's been forgiven little loves little. No water for my feet. No kiss on the cheek. No oil for my head. If there is no water and kiss and oil, it's because there was no love. There was no love because there was no sense of forgiveness and therefore a still lack of deep, settled peace. And the reason why there's no service and no love and no forgiveness and peace is because it doesn't understand what it means to be delivered from sin and self. And the reason is because the Pharisees, like this one, in contrast to the tax collectors and the sinners who acknowledged God's justice and demonstrated that in being baptized by John, here is a Pharisee who has no faith and therefore no salvation. And the rest of his life is empty of a meaningful relationship with God. Men and women... After 45 more years in teaching and preaching, I'm more convicted of my sin than ever. I'm more appreciative of grace than ever. I'm more excited about studying God's word than ever. Because I am beginning to understand the order of these links of chain. You don't have to motivate me to serve. I'm overwhelmed by an attitude of gratitude. Because God stepped into my life. There's two big screens up here in the front. I want you to imagine with me that they're plate glass windows. Plate glass windows. Some of you came into this hall having a background of uh, shooting BBs through plate glass windows. You might have grown up in church and had a good mom and dad and laid a good foundation for you. And you didn't do a whole lot. You stole a piece of gum here. You sassed your mom here. You might have hit, hit your brother in the mouth there. But uh, wasn't all that serious. And you just, you grew up going bing, bing, bing. And you shot BBs at plate glass windows. I dare say there's some of you in this room who came out of a background where you shot a bazooka shell through the plate glass window. Kaboom! And the collateral damage was heard for miles. Remember I said they were plate glass windows? You know what a BB does to a plate glass window? Shatters it. You know what a bazooka shell does to a plate glass window? Shatters it. 
two windows the same size, how much do they cost to replace the same? The same death of Christ paid for BBs that paid for bazooka shells. 500 or 50 doesn't really matter. All of us have no basis for repayment. And if we ever find forgiveness and peace, it's because we were graciously forgiven and the debt was released and we can be overwhelmed with love. The older I get, the more expensive I realize my BBs were. And the longer I live, the better I understand the payment for bazooka shells. Same death of Christ paid both debts. Would you bow with me in prayer? Father, forgive us for thinking that our sin is so bad you can't take care of it. But Father, especially in a room like this, forgive us for thinking our sins don't matter, that it didn't cost that much. Thank you that in the scriptures, the down and outer and the up and outer are the same. Without faith, we're both out. Overwhelm us with the message of grace. Confront us with the message of grace. Help us learn systematic theology from this street woman who doesn't say a word but teaches us so much. It's a message that saved us. It's a message that saves anyone off the street or around the table. And we're grateful. And I'm grateful for Salem, who's in the business of taking this message worldwide. Through media, would you use them in the days ahead in our culture like never before so that this message can get heard? Your grace received by faith that gives peace our world so desperately needs, but will only come through a genuine understanding of forgiveness which frees us up to love and serve, never having to be conjoled, but almost having to be told, stop, because we're overwhelmed with gratitude. Teach us this at the heart level, we pray. In Jesus' name. a powerful message from Dr. Mark Bailey, the president of Dallas Theological Seminary, as he addressed over 500 in a room last week at our Pastors Appreciation Day at Armature Works. Again, we're so thankful for Dr. Bailey and so much for this message. We wanted to share it with you. Also, thankful for our friends at Word of Life, who are title sponsors for this event. We'll be talking with Rich Andrews from Word of Life a little bit later on today. In the meantime, coming up next, we'll keep it local as uh, we talk with our friends from Radiant Church, Trent Bamberry is the coordinator of hurricane relief efforts in Radiant, along with a number of other groups and churches, have been instrumental in Hurricane Michael relief. That's coming up next on Faith Talk.
Hey, this is Bob Olszewski. Thanks for listening to Plugged In. You go low, I go high. I have wings. Why would I go low? The movie Ant-Man and the Wasp, which is now out on video, flies back into the life of Scott Lang, also known as Ant-Man. He joins forces with Hope Van Dyne, also known as the Wasp, to take on a quantum-level mystery. But for a few small mandible nips, this superhero sequel is almost perfect. It has a really nice balance of action, fun, and sweet messages about family. The one little uh, wasp in the ointment is the movie's rough language. It's what you'd find in a typical superhero pick, but it's an ant at a picnic annoyance nonetheless. I'll give Ant-Man and the Wasp three and a half quantum tunnel leaps out of five for family friendliness. Before you rent or buy, be sure to check out PluggedIn.com slash radio. Plugging you into the movies, I'm Bob Olszewski for Focus on the Families Plugged In. So this woman comes up to me to be baptized, and she was about 65 years old, um, and there was a man with her. Lee Strobel on Focus on the Family Minute. I turned to the man, and I said, are you her husband? He said, well, yes, I am. I said, have you given your life to Jesus? And then he burst into tears. All he could say was, no, I haven't, but I want to right now. So after the service, I'm walking down off the platform. This other woman I didn't know comes running up to me. She throws her arms around me. She's weeping and sobbing. All she could say is, that's my brother who you just led to the Lord and baptized. I have been praying for that man for eight long years. And you know what my first thought was? There was a woman who was glad she didn't stop praying in year seven. Persevere in prayer. You never know when God's going to show up. More from Lee at FamilyMinute.org. This is Larry Elder for Salem Radio Network. Over the course of the last weeks in the run-up to Election Day, we've seen a spike in what can really only be called mob-like behavior and outright pleas for incivility from people like Hillary Clinton. You cannot be civil with a political party that wants to destroy what you stand for, what you care about. Or even our former Attorney General Eric Holder. When they go low, we kick them. And, of course, the backdrop for all of this is protest. (laughs) The behavior, in Hillary's own words uncivil. It's also alarming. President Trump may make us uncomfortable at times, but look at what GOP majorities have accomplished. Tax breaks, easing burden of regulation, trade deals, Supreme Court appointments, record low unemployment, and I could go on. Don't let the noise of protesting mobs discourage you from voting this cycle. I'm Larry Elder. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. For most of us, it's hard to even look at. We've all seen images of a hungry child. She can barely move because that hunger has left her exhausted, lifeless. There's a name for this. It's severe acute malnutrition. Save the Children works in poor areas and cares for the child you're thinking of right now. But they can't do it without you. Your $60 gift to Save the Children can provide the emergency nutrition needed to bring a child back from the verge of death. Will you give the gift of life to a child today? Even a little that you can give will make a huge difference. Please call now, 888-884-4836, 888-884-4836. That's 888-884-4836. Or give online at SaveChildrenToday.org. That's SaveChildrenToday.org. 
Hey, thank you so much for listening to Faith Talk 570, 910, FM 102.1. I'm Bill Carl, continuing on this Tuesday afternoon. And uh, so thankful to share stories with you. So thankful to share messages from guys like Dr. Mark Bailey. Uh, as he spoke last week at our Pastors Appreciation Day, it was just a tremendous time. You know, sometimes we'd like to hear your stories. I have people come up to me in public all the time and say, hey, I was really ministered to by Dr. Rummage or Pastor Witten. Uh, Jomo Cousins' ministry has meant so much to me. Maybe there's a ministry that's meant a lot to you, and you'd like to share your story. You could do that on video and also possibly win an Apple iPad. Learn how to tell us your story on your mobile device at letstalkfaith.com. So looking at the headlines, still so much about Hurricane Michael. Well, of course, uh, we see continuing efforts in uh, the Panama City area throughout the panhandle of Florida in the wake of Hurricane Michael. I was just online. A good friend of mine lives up there in that community, and the pictures she posted were just absolutely devastating. It's one thing to see it on a national newscast. It's another when you see uh, somebody you know showing you that kind of devastation. Great news is national organizations, like we've talked about Save the Children, are part of those relief efforts. And right here, so many churches have gotten involved and so many groups. Uh, Trent Bambury joins us. He's the coordinator of hurricane relief efforts for Radiant Church. Uh, the Hurricane Michael relief efforts going on right now. RadiantTampa.org is the website. Trent, thanks for joining us, and thanks for what you guys are doing at Radiant to make a difference in lives up there in the Panhandle. You're welcome. It's, it's our passion. I know that, uh, and I've spoken with Aaron, uh, your pastor, Aaron Burke, uh, a few years back. He and I sat down for a while. He's actually from that area, so there has to be kind of a personal component to that. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, no doubt. Pastor Aaron is from that area. He grew up there his entire life. He knows a lot of people that live in all these different cities, and so as soon as he heard about this, I mean, we already know what it's like to be attacked by hurricanes here in Tampa, so we wanted to help. But exactly, he knows people in that area, and he's like, we've got to help. So he actually knew a couple churches right from the get-go. He's like, we need to partner with these churches. We need to supply them with all the, all the things they need to help their community. And so that's what we did. We got in there, and we gave them the supplies so we could help their community. And Trent, I think what's important for folks to know, too, is that the efforts you're making now were actually – first conceived during Hurricane Irma in 2017 when you began helping then. That's right, yeah. Irma came and affected Tampa. It was nothing quite like what happened in Michael and Panama City, but um, you know, people in our church, people in our community were affected. And so we assembled a team just the day after the hurricane, and we were going around just helping in any way we could. We collected supplies. We even gave out sandbags before the hurricane started. So we immediately knew there's a need. People are hurting and they need help. And so we've got to fill that need. Radiant Church uh, main campus is located in Britain Plaza in South Tampa. I'm Bill Carl. You're listening to Faith Talk 570, 910, FM 102.1. And we're talking with Trent Bamberry, who's a coordinator of hurricane relief efforts. Uh, I know you guys are on the ground there in the panhandle. Trent, talk about some of what the Radiant family is doing with those supplies that were collected for victims and, and how that's working out as you get them to where they need to be. Yeah, so we filled up an entire U-Haul truck. We drove right in through the heart of Panama City, devastating the whole drive through there. And once we found um, the way to the church, we immediately um, found volunteers. And honestly, the volunteers at those churches in Panama City had lost their home. Mm. And so they were somehow able to volunteer their time, come to the church, and receive our goods. And we took uh, one of their main facilities. This is First Assemblies of God in Panama City. They actually lost their main sanctuary. Their main sanctuary is going to take at least a year to restore. But one of their facilities in the back, I truly believe God protected it. 
so that we could get in there. We opened the doors, we opened all the windows, and we set up a distribution center. We had enough supplies to fill a very large gymnasium, pallets and pallets of water. So it took us about the whole day just to set up the distribution center. And then the very next day, they were able to get a few more volunteers. We set up some banners that we just made on the fly, and people all from the community were able to walk in. A few had some gas where they could drive in and get the supplies that they needed because it's going to be months before some of these people are able to function normally again. And do you have plans to continue your efforts there over that period of time? Yes, actually. We're going to be sending one more team uh, later this week, and so we're going to be collecting supplies through Thursday evening. So if anyone wants to bring supplies anywhere in the community, just bring them to Radiant Church at the front doors, drop them off, we'll have a volunteer, volunteer there to receive them, and we're going to take them up on Thursday. Moving forward, we're going to be supporting uh, local ministries in that area because they're going to be doing work for the next couple months. Awesome. Well, we're glad to hear it, and we're thankful for what you guys are doing. Give Pastor Aaron Burke and uh, the rest of the family there at Radiant our very best, Trent. Online at RadiantTampa.org. That's RadiantTampa.org if you want to get involved with Hurricane Michael Relief, that is one of the places in our community that you can do that. Trent, God bless you. Thanks for spending some time with us. Thank you very much for the opportunity. Such a difficult situation and one that us being close to, uh, relatively close to geographically, we have an opportunity to help. So I know that you're doing whatever you can as you listen today, whether it's through national organizations like American Red Cross or Save the Children or locally right here through churches like Radiant. In fact, you may want to call your church and see what's going on and see how you can be a part of it because that process is going to to go on for quite a while. And and that's one of the tough things is that with an event like Hurricane Michael, it's on all of our hearts and minds for the first two weeks. Then it starts to slack off as the cameras turn off. And then a month later, it starts to be less and less. And pretty soon, if we're not careful... It can fall off of our radar screen altogether, and there are a lot of people who are going to have great needs for some time to come, and we can be a part of that recovery. Thanks so much for listening to Faith Talk 570, 910, and FM 102.1. I'm Bill Carl. It's the Bill Carl Show. And coming up in the 5 o'clock hour, we're going to be talking with Rich Andrews. He is the uh, director of Florida Ministries for Word of Life. And uh, we'll be talking about their two-year program, the great work that they did helping us at our Pastors Appreciation Luncheon. And we'll also share more from our friend, uh, Dr. Mark Bailey, who was the keynote speaker for that particular event. It's a great time. And it's all coming up here on Faith Talk 57910 and FM 102.1. If you're drowning in IRS debt and can't afford to pay, then you need to take advantage of special IRS tax programs that are available and Free yourself from IRS collection efforts once and for all. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing throughout the country, the Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call the Community Tax Helpline at 800-500-5588. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back, or even if you have years of unfiled tax returns, There's no need to fear anymore, but you have to call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-500-5588 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your Social Security check. Call 800-500-5588 for your free consultation and to see if you qualify. That's 800-500-5588. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. 
Online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. Your news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Val Dior. Turkey state-run news agency says the Saudi consul to Istanbul left for Saudi Arabia hours after Turkey said his official residence would be searched in connection with a Saudi writer's disappearance. John Alterman, senior VP with CSIS, says the relationship with Saudi Arabia could shift due to the possible death of Jamal Khashoggi. People will treat Saudi Arabia differently, and I think, frankly, Saudis will treat the United States differently. Exactly where on that spectrum between normal and North Korea we will end up I think is going to depend in part on exactly what the Saudis come out with the next day or two. Turkish forensic teams finished a search of the Saudi consulate earlier today, two weeks after Khashoggi vanished. Also at townhall.com, U.S. employers posted the most jobs in two decades in August, and hiring also reached a record high, Bob Agnew reports. The numbers provide another round of fresh evidence that companies are desperate to staff up amid solid economic growth. The Labor Department says job openings rose a slight 0.8% to 7.14 million. That's the highest on records dating back to December of 2000. It's also far more than the 6.2 million people who were unemployed that month. The number of available jobs has swamped the number of unemployed now for five straight months. Bob Agnew reporting. Meanwhile, Defense Secretary Jim Mad Dog Mattis says President Trump has assured him his job is safe. Mattis says although President Trump says he was sort of a Democrat in a 60 Minutes interview, Mattis says he has never registered with a political party. In the U.S. military, we are proudly apolitical. By that I mean uh, that in our duties, uh, we were brought up to obey uh, the elected commander-in-chief, whoever that is. More on these stories can be found at townhall.com. Have you ever seen a pest controller spraying chemicals in your home? It makes you wonder, if their chemicals are safe, then why do they suit up and wear respirators only to leave you to walk back in unprotected? G'day, I'm Scott from Plug-In Pest Free, and I'm here to tell you there's a better way. In an age where we now have the choice to drive electric cars, you too can electronically read your home or business of unwanted rodents and pests. The answer is Plug-In Pest Free. 100% chemical-free, Plug-In Pest Free is your safest bet for your family and pets. Our bestseller, the Plug-In Pest Free Pro, will cover up to 4,000 square feet. Now that's fair dinkum. So order yours today at gopestfree.com. Use promo code SAVE20 for 20% off plus free shipping and a 60-day money-back guarantee. That's gopestfree.com, promo code SAVE20. Don't spray and regret, plug in and forget. Gopestfree.com today. The search is on for a teenager from Wisconsin missing after her parents were found dead in their home. Ed Donahue reports. Jamie Kloss's parents were found in their house in Barron in western Wisconsin. There was two victims at the residence. Gunshots are involved. Sheriff Chris Fitzgerald says Kloss is not a suspect. A girl resembling her was spotted at a gas station 1,700 miles away in South Florida. At the end of the day, I want a 13-year-old here uh, safe and sound. Uh, That's our goal. Uh, That's our only goal right now. The FBI and the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children are helping in the search. 
I'm Ed Donahue. Bill Gates says he's heartbroken over the death of Microsoft co-founder Paul Allen, one of his oldest and dearest friends. Allen used the fortune he made from Microsoft to invest in other ambitions from tackling climate change and advancing brain research to finding innovative solutions to solve some of the world's biggest challenges. He's died from non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Breaking news at townhall.com. German authorities have fined luxury automaker Audi $925 million bucks for selling cars with excessive diesel emissions. Prosecutors in Munich say the fine was imposed because Audi neglected its oversight duties in selling cars with engines made by it and group partner Volkswagen that did not conform to legal limits on harmful emissions. The case covered some 4.9 million Audi cars sold in Europe, the U.S., and elsewhere between 2004 and 2018. The prosecutors add the resolution of the case did not affect an investigation of individual Audi executives. Jeremy House reporting it was back in September of 2015. Parent company Volkswagen admitted rigging 11 million diesel autos with software that enabled them to pass emissions tests. In the big Senate race in Texas between Republican Senator Ted Cruz and Democrat challenger Beto O'Rourke, they'll debate tonight. It's the second and probably final debate from San Antonio, Texas. More on these stories at townhall.com. This hour is brought to you by EDI Travel. Hey, welcome back to the Bill Carl Show here on Faith Talk 570, 910, FM 102.1, Tuesday afternoon. And I'm so thankful for the time that you and I get to spend together. I'm thankful that my daughter got her cast off yesterday, and now it's just down to a boot. I am thankful for M&M's, peanut-flavored, if you have to know. And I'm so thankful for great churches and great people of God who so tirelessly serve in our community. Last hour, we talked to our friends from Radiant Church. They're doing hurricane relief uh, in uh, the Panhandle, along with a number of great churches in the Tampa Bay area. If yours is one of them, thank you for doing that. The efforts continue as they should, and they will for a while. Let's not forget. Let's not let the press push it off to the side as they chase another story. It's going to take a while for everything to work out, for everything to get back to where it needs to be, and we need to be there for that. Coming up this hour, we're going to talk about one of the organizations that's a big part of relief in uh, the Panhandle, also with Hurricane Florence, and all year long around the world, Save the Children. My friend Scott Wilder will join us for that. And we'll be talking with Rich Andrews, who is uh, the director of Florida Ministries for Word of Life in Hudson about Word of Life Bible Institute. They were so key as a supporter of our Pastors Appreciation Day. Such a blessing. It's all coming up here on the Bill Carl Show here on Faith Talk 570, 910, FM 102.1. You can also listen online at letstalkfaith.com. And if you downloaded the app, pretty handy. It's free, by the way. More to come in just a minute. If you have a damaged windshield, keep your family safe with a premium quality replacement and a lifetime warranty from Auto Glass America. If you have comprehensive insurance, we'll buy back your old windshield for up to $100 cash on the spot. Come to you with free mobile service and install a new premium quality windshield all at no cost to you. Be safe. Call today for fast claims processing. Remember, we turn your broken glass into cold, hard cash. 813-96-GLASS. That's 813-96-GLASS. Auto Glass America. 
Bill Bunkley here for my friends at EDI Travel. If you're a pastor of a church or a leader of an organization who has ever dreamed about leading a trip to the Holy Land, be sure to consult with the professionals at EDI Travel, just named again for the third year in a row, the very best Holy Land tour company by TripAdvisor. EDI Travel will start with what your group wants to see and customize your own very special tour. All-inclusive tour packages are EDI's specialty. The price for your trip covers everything. Flights, ground transportation, accommodations, tax, tips, and admissions, leaving you and your group with no surprises. Whether your group is first-time or returning travelers, they are the professionals who will make the experience great for everyone. Set your sights on Jerusalem, Nazareth, Bethlehem, the Sea of Galilee, the Jordan River, and much, much more. Call now to get your EDI trip planned today at 727-460-1225. That's 727-460-1225. Over the last two years, bold, conservative leadership has the stock market at historic highs, unemployment at all-time lows, and the future looks bright. But with midterm elections in November, the left, hoping to flood the polls with a blue wave, threatens a return to a stagnant economy, weakness abroad, and prosperity strangling taxation. Florida is once again a battleground. We must prevail. Join us Thursday, October 18th at Tampa's Strass Center for the Battleground States Tour with insight into all that's at stake for our state and our nation from today's most influential conservative voices, national radio hosts Hugh Hewitt and Mike Gallagher, and featuring special guests Sebastian Gorka and Kaylee McEnany. Don't miss the Battleground States Tour, October 18th at the Strass Center. General admission is free. Limited VIP tickets include a special meet-and-greet reception with a panel at 5.30. Event begins at 7. Get your tickets today at TheAnswerTampa.com. Here's Dr. Charles Stanley, keeping believers in touch with God. The most wonderful thing about the Word of God is you, you will never be able to glean all the truth out of it. God has given us in this book every single principle you and I need to live by and to live godly by and happily by, holy by, peacefully by, continually by, secure by, and he's wrapped it up all in the pages of this book. This is God's infinite book, so what? If you went to school, you go to college, you pay a lot of money to go to college, and you, what do you learn? You learn a whole lot of things. As soon as you get out, you think, am I glad that's over with? I won't ever have to think about that again. You know what you get in this book? You better think about it every day. Day after day after day, how you run your business, how you run your life, your finances, everything about your life, here are all the answers right here in this book. God has given us this awesome book. For help and hope from God's Word, visit In Touch with Dr. Charles Stanley at intouch.org. Hey, this is Bill Carl. Thank you so much for listening today. I appreciate your time. Here on the Salem Media Group stations, I'm with Scott Wilder from Save the Children. Scott, for the last few weeks, we've been talking with you and with our listeners about the work of Save the Children, and we've really been focusing on their work to save uh, children who are suffering severe acute malnutrition in places like the Horn of Africa, in Ethiopia, Somalia, and our opportunity to respond with ready-to-use therapeutic food We've been talking about uh, being able to take a gift of $60 and to save a child's life. And that phone number, by the way, is 888-884-4836. But as you know, and as you and I have spoken of here in Florida, we right now are are fighting this damage that's been done by this major hurricane, uh, Hurricane Michael, that has devastated 
our northeast uh, panhandle towns, places like Mexico Beach, uh, Apalachicola. Uh, we've seen damage in Panama uh, City, and that damage has, of course, have gone up through uh, Georgia and now into South Carolina. And so we find ourselves, on one hand, saying, hey, we've got to take care of this need, and yet this this need is right in front of our face. Yeah. And so, uh, I, and I know you're sympathetic to that. I'm also uh, and I'm thankful for that. I'm also thankful to say that Save the Children is right in the middle of that mix, that even though we are still, uh, you know, have our hearts on what's going on over there, so to speak, uh, in Africa and Indonesia and other countries, we're also so blessed to know that Save the Children is right here right now, and they are yeah. already intervening in the aftermath of Hurricane Michael. Yeah, that's such a good point. And just a reminder uh, no matter what, no matter any dollar that is given to save the children, we talked before about how 86 cents goes directly to program needs. But maybe we haven't talked enough about how 10% of every single dollar is set aside for emergency needs just like this. So, so we yes, we are on the ground uh, for the, those that are impacted by Hurricane Michael. But, but also just know that whether you were giving money to water purification in Ethiopia or whether you're giving to emergency nutrition in certain parts of the world, um, 10%, 10%, we're just on the website, we're we're above board about this, 10% of every dollar is set aside because we know there are emergencies that take place, whether it's tsunamis, whether it's earthquakes in other countries, whether it's hurricanes here in this country, um, and, and we have that money standing by specifically for that cause. So just know that we might talk about, or you might hear somewhere else or watch on television about one kind of need or another. Just know that Save the Children is always going to be wherever the needs for children are the greatest. And so your gift today, where well, we use the $60 one-time gift, because when we're, you know, in America, we talk about life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And the pursuit of happiness means nothing if we don't have liberty. And liberty means nothing if we don't have life. And so those are in that order for a reason, life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness. Um, we can improve people's lives, uh, but we first have to save them from death. And in the case of uh, where I've been most recently in Ethiopia and East Africa, the Horn of Africa, Yemen, Somalia, um, you know, you, you have you have you have a Hurricane Michael every day. You have a 9/11 every day in that part of the world. And so, you know, Save the Children is not simply an American. Uh, centric organization, 125 countries around the world, and also right here at home. So, yeah, we talk about, I mean, obviously, when you call the number 888-884-8836, or when you click on the link, you know, but especially if you call the number 888-884-8836, they're going to talk about exactly what we're talking about, which is Africa and emergency nutrition. But you should know that you're partnering with an organization that is called First by the Red Cross when there are needs for children. This is called FIRST by FEMA, uh, when the federal government, when the federal government runs into a place and there's a problem specific to children, they call Save the Children FIRST. So, uh, yes, over there, but also very much over here. And I, and I, I understand that, you know, when we're talking to, to Floridians, we're talking to people that are impacted, gosh, almost every year, or certainly every year in some way, by uh, this kind of weather event and natural disaster, um, don't ever think for a second that your participation with Save the Children 
is 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 going to abandon what's going on right here at home. We are in those shelters right here at home. We see the devastation uh, right there on on the beach, and those families that are trying to go back through and forage and take a look at what is left behind. You know, a planter or a refrigerator is two doors down. I mean, we are with those people right now. So it's over there, but it's also right here at home. Um, but when we decided to, uh, I want to spend some time um, on on uh, the Salem stations here. Uh, obviously, we didn't know at that moment about Hurricane Michael, but that doesn't mean that Save the Children is not doing work at this very moment uh, for families and children, specifically children impacted by Hurricane Michael. We need to hear from you right now. The phone number is 888-884-4836. That's 888-884-4836. Call Save the Children now and make your gift. You can also do that at letstalkfaith.com. Again, that's letstalkfaith.com. Just click on the Save the Children banner and know that, well, of course, Save the Children is focused over there. They are also focused right here where they began in the United States of America. And, Scott, you know, the thing that I really appreciate about Save the Children is it's not just a get in there, drop off some tents, drop off some food, and then see you later. Save the Children has a reputation for long-term response, for going into that village where there's been malnutrition and staying long enough to see a real change. Uh, In situations like we're encountering here, I was just reading Save the Children's press release, that the response is not just going to be essential child-focused supplies, which is what they've done with Hurricane Florence, and they did last year uh, with Harvey, and I'm sure with Irma and Maria, uh, but also in the days and weeks ahead, and I've seen examples of this in Tennessee, Save the Children will be on hand at schools and child care centers that have been damaged to help kids back into their normal routine. So when we talk about that and we talk about the ongoing work that we've been speaking of for several weeks now, the uh, the ready-to-use therapeutic nutrition or therapeutic food, the help with those who are in need uh, in terms of hunger and in terms of starvation, you can know that Save the Children is there for the long term, for the long haul. I, I think that has a great deal of meaning. You know, I, that's a great point, and, and I'll tell you, where we were in the, the southern Appalachia region, a, g- a good example is uh, when wildfires uh, blew through there in, in Gatlinburg and Sevierville and, and the whole area. Um, in three of those counties, Save the Children had already been working and had established a presence for the last 83 years. So we already knew all the superintendents of the school districts. We knew all the principals of all the schools. We knew most of the teachers in every single school. We knew all the needs of all the kids that are on after-school programs or lunch programs or breakfast programs. We knew all of those things. So that's a good example of how we don't just leave when the news moves on to the next obsession. We don't just move from thing to thing to thing. Uh, We are not there to get the juice, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We're not there just to get the pub. Uh, we are there to serve families and children, and that's what we do time and again. We do it on in the United States. We do it around the world. We do it where people notice it, and we do it mostly where people don't notice it. Um, we're in refugee camps around the world where no cameras are. We're in many countries where no news at all is being reported of the work that's being done by Save the Children. But it's not about that for Save the Children. What it is about is making sure that every child has a right to life, 
as uh, the right to safety and protection from harm, as a right to education, and a right to meet their potential. And so that that really is the only way that success and effectiveness is measured by Save the Children. And, you know, today, when your $60 gift uh, will bring a child back from the brink of death by providing emergency nutrition. And uh, that is the beginning. You, know, you can't improve a child's life here or there if you don't save the life of a child when you have the opportunity. And so that's the focus of our opportunity today, knowing that Save the Children does so many things, knowing that 86 cents of every dollar goes directly to program needs, only 5% goes to administration. That's a remarkable number, by the way, if you know anything about this kind of stuff. And, and, and knowing also that 10% of every gift is set aside for emergencies, just like what is going on right here in our own backyard. Uh, because of Hurricane Michael. We need to hear from you. Call 888 That's the number for Save the Children. And you need to make your gift today. There are just, I'm telling you, the need is so great and the opportunity is now. And to be able to give to an organization and partner with an organization that has both a strategy that is now and, and deals with acute needs and then uh, brings support in the long term, that's uh, it's it's more rare than you think. Uh, you can also give by clicking the Save the Children banner at Let's Talk Faith dot com. I want you to call and make your very best gift right now. Again, that's 888-884-4836. Now, Scott, you know me. I get a little wound up and I say the number a little fast sometimes. So, so, so I'm going to I'm going to intentionally just kind of eight, 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 four, four, eight. Three, six. That's the phone number for Save the Children. Again, click the Save the Children banner at letstalkfaith.com. And, and Scott, you know, I think it, it's true. You know, when you, we're talking about kids who are suffering with starvation, with lack of food, uh, we often think of that acute relief that somebody coming in and dropping and airlifting a bunch of food in. Uh, obviously, in this case, coming in with the ready-to-use therapeutic food, the plumpy nut, uh, to bring kids back to life. And, and that's what Save the Children does well. But they also do very well coming up in the background and addressing the root causes of poverty in a given area, the contributing factors, helping to mitigate that, helping to make a difference. And I think that's important because, uh, hey, listen, I know right now as you're uh, into this broadcast, maybe you're already thinking, well, uh, uh, let's go buy all the baby formula that we can buy. Let's go buy this and we will put it on a, a plane and we will get it where it needs to go. And and you know what? That's a great uh, sentiment. But there's a way to do this in which you can work with a, with a charity that knows how to do it. Because right now, i got to tell you, and especially I think you'll see this with, with uh, Hurricane Michael, there are so many people with great intentions who want to do amazing things. But sometimes you get a truck and you get to where you're supposed to be going and there's a guy standing there in a uniform saying, you can't go in this way. Well, I've got a truckload of food and diapers. Well, this is not where you go. Well, where do we take it? Well, I don't know. How do you connect with the person who's going to help you get that to the person who needs that? That's a big, big question. And that's why uh, folks like the American Red Cross and FEMA rely on Save the Children in so many cases to do this. Now, that, that, that's a, it's a great point. That, that when you, you may see organizations and ministries and, and nonprofits and charities that will you know, load up a truck and they'll go somewhere, and then they, they say, well, that was really 
tough to get in. We couldn't get in. I mean, I don't know why. You don't have to worry about that with safety. I mean, after all the interest you can imagine after 100 years. I mean, the centennial is next uh, May, I think, uh, 100 years of Save the Children. Uh, we've established relationships. We already know the people. The people know us. The government knows us. No government person is going to stand on the way and say, well, who are you? What are you doing? It's like Save the Children. We've been invited. I mean, we're, we're here because you ask us to be here. And so that's never a problem uh, with Save the Children. It's never going to be you – know, I remember the old days when maybe we would uh, – Go do things about Bibles, and somebody said, I have an old NIV that I want to mail to somebody in China. And you, you add up all the dollars that it takes to take it and ship it, and it's like, dude, we can print them uh, in Hong Kong cheaper. We, we have infrastructure that's already set up, and that's exactly the same thing with um, Save the Children. It's already set up. All You, you have to reinvent it. We spent 100 years inventing it. We, we made mistakes along the way. Mm-hmm. We took notes along the way. That's we right. learned things along the way. It's already done. All you have to do is hop on board this moving train and say, you know what, we want to be a part of it. So, you know, run alongside and grab the handrail and hop on board because we, we have already have it set up and we're good to go. We're invited. We're allowed in all these places. And there's some places where uh, nothing from us could – you or me, I mean – could even possibly get there because infrastructure is already in place. It's already built. Uh, All you have to do is say, I want to be a part of it. So, you know, other people are doing the heavy lifting. All we have to do is say, hey, you know what? 60 bucks can save the life of a child. I'll do 600. I'll do 300. I was on the the radio uh, just yesterday uh, in another city, and a guy calls and says, I'll do $1,000. Thousand dollar one time gift. Another guy said, "I'll do six hundred dollars." Another man said, "I'll do three hundred dollar one time gift." I mean, this is not unusual at all. So you can do sixty dollars, you can do six hundred dollars, you can do six thousand dollars, knowing that uh, that every single sixty dollars can provide enough emergency nutrition to save the life of a child. Yes, we do work over there. Yes, we do work over here. But you know, it's it's it, when you see a child. If we were at an intersection and you saw a child about to step into the street. You wouldn't ask who their parent is. You wouldn't pray about it. You wouldn't think about it. You would react, and you would pull them back, even if they didn't look like you, even if they weren't from your city, even if they weren't of your religion. You would reach out and grab them and pull them back because you're in a position to save the life of a child that you did it. Uh, and I think sometimes we, we almost long for opportunities to delay what God has given us, an instinct to respond to quickly. And I would just say uh, – Respond to it quickly. Know that you are blessed. Know that we are in a position. Know that if you see a child that is about to expire, about to die, about to starve, if it were about to drown, you would reach out and grab them and pull them up into the air. Uh, And so we have a chance to do that today, and uh, it's such an exciting thing to be able to do. Um, Really, uh, what kind of friends would we be if we didn't give you this chance to do it? And know that, yeah, absolutely, Save the Children is on the ground right here in Florida, is on the ground in uh, Flint, Michigan, for the water crisis, is on the ground in uh, Central Valley, California, with migrant workers' children who have nothing, on the ground in Appalachia with children who have one or two parents or both parents incarcerated because of uh, meth or because of the opioid crisis. Now, we are on the ground in all those places, but don't, don't be distracted by the opportunity you have today don't be distracted by the, uh, the the many things that can be done. Look for the one thing today that we are going to do, and that is save the life of a child. And the question really is only, 
How many children will you save today? Make that call right now, 888-884-4836. That's 888-884-4836. Your gift of $60 right now saves a child on the brink of death and allows Save the Children to do the great work that they've been doing now for over 100 years. So you can know that your gift has an effect, that it makes a difference, and that it's being utilized by an organization that has a track record for integrity and effectiveness. Charity Navigator, have a look there at Save the Children. I just challenge you to take a moment and do that. But most of all, while this moment is fresh and while it's on your mind, go to the phone and call 888-884-4836 or click the banner for Save the Children at letstalkfaith.com. Again, that's letstalkfaith.com. And Scott, you know, we started this conversation several weeks ago and our focus was on uh, children who are suffering with severe acute malnutrition. And uh, that continues to be the focus. We continue to want to reach out and address this ongoing need with ready-to-use therapeutic food and the workers it takes to administer that. But at the same time, it's important for our listeners to know that Save the Children isn't something that just happens over there on the other side of a globe when you get on a jet and you fly to London and then you fly to somewhere else, you know, you're three or four flights in and you know, three days later, you land where Save the Children is. Save the Children right now, as I am in my studio here in Tampa, Florida, their workers are on the ground assessing and working uh, literally three to four hours from here in the aftermath of Hurricane Michael. That blesses me to know that yeah. it's not just about over there. It's about over here. The phone number is yeah. 888-884-4836. That's 888 888- Eight eight four four eight three six. You can click the Save the Children banner online at letstalkfaith.com. You know, Save the Children is, is quite effective uh, over there. But you also are partnering with a group that I, I would venture to say there are very few uh, groups in this country, working in this country, to improve the lives of children that are focused on the, the welfare of children that, would, that are as trustworthy and as hardworking and as effective and as efficient has saved the children. So when you partner with Save the Children for any specific cause, um, just know that that's the group you're partnering with. You're partnering. Think of it this way: if you if you were a, if you had a church that you went to and your church did uh, a mission trip to Romania, uh, you would you would say, "I want to go to Romania. I, I want to see what they're doing there. I want to be a part of that." Uh, you wouldn't say, "Well, we we have kids right here. We don't have to go to Romania. Why are we doing Romania?" Mm. You would know that your church is working right in your own hometown. But also there are sometimes extraordinary things going on in other parts of the world. And you have the opportunity to go and be a part of that. And God did not call us just to help people that look just like us. God does not call us to just uh, save the people that are white or to save the people that are American or save the people that speak English or bathe once a day or eat three times a day. Uh, He has called us to do more than that. And this is an opportunity to do so. I would just think, say, think of it that way. You would never go to your, I would hope, you would never go to your pastor or your church and say, why are we doing missions work? Mm. We, we got people that need coats right here. <laughs> why, why are we sending stuff to Guatemala? Why are we doing work in Haiti? There, there may have been an earthquake or a tsunami, but gosh, we have people right here that need help. You wouldn't do that because you shouldn't do that. Right. You would say, you would say, we're going to be a part of it, man. We're a part of a great church. It does work right here and does work, work over there also. In the same way, 
Let's say the children does that. It just happens to do it in a few more places than most of our churches do. Uh, it does it in 125 countries around the world and also right here. Well, I'm, sa- I'm thankful that it's not an either-or proposition. And when people right. bring that up as an either-or proposition uh, or, you know, this or that proposition, I, I just feel like the scope of their vision is small. And I know that our listeners don't have small vision. I know that our listeners realize, Scott, that uh, helping save the children, help kids over there, and helping save the children, help kids over here is not a we do this or we do that, but we can't do both thing. And that's so important to know. And you've already made it clear that when we do uh, work with, uh, with children who are suffering with severe acute malnutrition uh, and we make gifts toward programs like that, that those gifts, uh, there is a, you know, an opportunity where Save the Children holds back a certain amount of that for emergencies, just like we're going through right now. And so it's not an it's not a this or that proposition. It's a this and that proposition. And I'm so right. thankful. Uh, it makes me proud to be uh, even more so to be affiliated and to be associated with you guys with Save the Children. The phone number for you to call right now is you want to make a difference is 888 888- Eight eight four four eight three six. That's triple eight 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 four four eight three six. Click the Save the Children banner at Let's Talk Faith.com. Listen, do as much or as just do as much as you can. Listen, you can maybe make a five dollar gift and that'll make a huge difference. You might be able to make a five hundred dollar gift. It's not a matter of how much, it's about how much you can do, how much you're enabled to do, how much you feel like you can bring out of your budget to be there for somebody else who's in desperate need. 888-884-4836 or letstalkfaith.com. Just go ahead and click the Save the Children banner. Scott, we're, we've just got about a minute and a half left before we finish up, and the need is so crucial. You know, I, I would just say, and I would just say that, you know, there, there, there's such a difference between feeding a hungry child and, and saving a starving child. And we've talked about some of the comparisons and analogies and ways to think of it. And I thought of another one, uh, especially maybe specifically for the people of uh, Florida and the beach types. There is a difference between a sunburn and a sunstroke. Mm. If someone is suffering from a sunstroke, that is a very different thing from a sunburn. Now, usually people that suffer from sunstrokes, many times they have already suffered from some kind of sunburn. The sunburn or being exposed for an extended period of time resulted in something even more dramatic and a medical state that had to have a medical solution. In the same way, uh, a child that is suffering from severe acute malnutrition, they're not simply hungry. Uh, They've gone without hunger. Uh, They've been in the sun, baked for a long period of time, and now they are suffering from this other thing that we can provide something to save their life. So uh, maybe that maybe that rings truer uh, for, for some people in this audience than maybe other parts of Denver, for example. But uh, I, I think it's important to know that we are saving kids' lives. We're not feed, just feeding a hungry child. That's a good thing to do. We do that too. But first, you have to save the life of a child that's at the brink of death. And that's what we're doing right now. Call this number, 888-884-4836, and make your gift now, 888-884-4836. Letstalkfaith.com is the website you can go to and click the Save the Children banner to make your gift. I'm Bill Carl with Scott Wilder from Save the Children. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you. And once again, that number is 888-884-4836, 888 888-884-4836. 
888-484-4836. Click the Save the Children banner at letstalkfaith.com. Here's the latest from SRN News. With SRN News, I'm Val Dior. U.S. Senator Lindsey Graham says he believes Saudi Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman had a U.S.-based journalist murdered in the Saudi consulate in Turkey and has tainted his country as a result. The influential Republican and ally of President Trump says the Crown Prince has got to go. Graham says he will not return to Saudi Arabia while the prince is in power. Turkish forensic team searched the Saudi consulate earlier today, two weeks after Khashoggi vanished. Turkish officials fear Saudi agents killed him in the consulate and disposed of his body. The big Senate race in Texas between Republican Senator Ted Cruz and Democrat challenger Beto O'Rourke. They will debate tonight in San Antonio. Now, the polls are in favor of Cruz, though most polls, that is, show still only a single-digit lead over his Democrat opponent. On Wall Street, the Dow ending up 548 to 25,798. For more, visit srnnews.com. Amendment 3 gives Florida voters control of gambling. That's how it works in many places. Red states like Texas, blue states like California, big states like New York, and small ones like Rhode Island. That's how it used to work in Florida, too. For decades, gambling issues were decided by voters. Then, politicians took that power and used it to try to expand gambling. Amendment 3 returns power to the people. So casino licenses aren't for sale in Tallahassee. In the last decade, casino lobbyists gave nearly $50 million to Florida politicians. Restoring voter control will reduce casino corruption, hold the line on casino gambling, and empower you. Voters across America already have this power. You should, too. Vote yes on Amendment 3. Paid political advertisement paid for by Voters in Charge, P.O. Box 1991, Orlando, Florida, 32802. This is Michael Medved. I'm here with Mike Stahl from Health Markets, helping folks find the right Medicare coverage. The news reports say that the rates might be going down. The cost of many Medicare plans are decreasing this year. So you have to ask yourself, are you getting the best rate? Health Markets offers a free service with access to thousands of Medicare plans, plans that can eliminate your out-of-pocket costs, plans with $0 premiums, and even plans that pay you back. What is it people need to keep in mind? With so many new options, it can be confusing. You can get objective help to find a plan that may cost less and cover more. With lower copays, more choices like dental, vision, and prescription drug coverage, and the freedom to see the doctors you choose. Don't miss out on savings you deserve. Our Health Markets Medicare assistance is free. Thanks, Mike. This is Michael Medved for Health Markets. Find out if you can get a Medicare plan that pays you back. Call 800-735-8803. That's 800-735-8803. 800-735-8803. For most of us, it's hard to even look at. We've all seen images of a hungry child. She can barely move because that hunger has left her exhausted, lifeless. There's a name for this. It's severe acute malnutrition. Save the Children works in poor areas and cares for the child you're thinking of right now. But they can't do it without you. Your $60 gift to Save the Children can provide the emergency nutrition needed to bring a child back from the verge of death. Will you give the gift of life to a child today? Even a little that you can give will make a huge difference. Please call now. 
That's 888-884-4836. Or give online at SaveChildrenToday.org. That's SaveChildrenToday.org. There are many sounds in your daily life. Ones that make you smile. (laughs) Ones that help you relax. And there are some sounds that can help save lives. Wireless emergency alerts. Now on many mobile devices, use a unique sound and vibration to bring you critical information about emergencies in your area. With updates from local sources you know and trust, you can be in the know wherever you are. Learn more at ready.gov alerts. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Faith Talk 570-910-FM102.1. I'm Bill Carl. Great to be with you on this Tuesday afternoon and so thankful for everybody who's been involved in Hurricane Michael relief efforts. We were talking with our friends from Radiant Church earlier today and a number of churches, and I have to say my church too, has been involved in either getting supplies or teams or both up into the panhandle. On a national level, a number of organizations that you can be a part of and do that with. One of the organizations that other people call, other organizations call, when something like Hurricane Michael comes through is Save the Children. In fact, American Red Cross and FEMA both call Save the Children in these cases to set up programs, relief programs that are child-friendly and to provide some sense of normalcy for families going through this struggle. We've been talking about saving children uh, who are struggling with severe acute malnutrition for a couple of weeks now, and I just want you to let you wanted to let you know that uh, when you support Save the Children, you can know that they're working over there, quote unquote, where that's happening, and right here in our own state of Florida. Their phone number is triple eight 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 four forty eight thirty six. That's triple eight 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 four four eight three six. Or click the Save the Children banner at letstalkfaith.com. And right now, ten kids could be saved. With 10 calls, each person making a one-time gift of $60. It would mean so much uh, in the grand scheme of things, and to me personally, if you would make that call. Hey, on the phone with us is Rich Andrews from Word of Life. Rich, uh, just a tremendous time we had last week at our Pastor's Appreciation Day at Armature Works. Uh, A couple of big thank yous to Word of Life, not only for being sponsors of that event, but you guys, you know, it's it's one thing to say, hey, we're going to help sponsor this. It's another thing to say, we're going to send volunteers to make this thing work for you. And you guys were there. You you had people there. And I didn't really, you know, something that's one of those things uh, that nobody really kind of meant to, they didn't mention it to me until later. I was like, oh, I should have, I could have said more. I could have done more from the stage. You guys were there to set it all up. Well, listen, it, it, we, we believe so much in that event, and honestly, uh, what you guys are doing there, Bill, that when Mary uh, asked if we would send folks over, we were glad to do it. Um, it was just great to be there, see that room packed full uh, of people in ministry. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's a privilege, even in the little things, just the tables, parking, any of those stuff, just to be able to come and make that event something great for 
that group of people that's there. Well, I'll tell you, and I think it goes directly to the heart of Word of Life in terms of developing people for ministry, servant ministry, stepping up. And it wasn't just volunteers. Uh, you helped us with the with the podium and some of the furnishings there on the main room or the, the room stage at Armature Works. And it was all that type of thing that made that event so much more uh, than, I mean, it was already a great event, but I think for what you guys did, it just added to it in so many other ways. And I thought too, and, and I'll just kind of, before we jump in on word of life, I'd like to get your thoughts on, on Dr. Bailey. I thought he delivered a tremendous sermon. Well, you know, uh, Dr. Bailey has been a friend of the ministry of word of life for years. Uh, uh, he and our executive director, Don Locke, uh, you know, both Dallas Theological Seminary grads. Uh, it, it was good to see him. You know, he he has always had a way of of being able to communicate in the moment to the audience that is in front of him. And his message um, last week uh, on forgiveness. Um, you know, he, he has been, been forgiven much, forgives much. Um, man, I, I thought it was. So apropos and a great reminder for all of us in ministry, right, Bill? Mm, Amen. Sometimes it's super easy um, to think, well, you know, this is kind of what I do. And, you know, and and honestly, people looking at us thinking that we have it all together. And, um, you know, Paul said, I'm the chief of sinners. And and honestly, I would have to echo that, too. And Dr. Bailey just did such a great job of, of putting his finger on that. And communicating in love, hey, guys, and guys and girls in the audience, stay focused. You know, you've been forgiven, um, and it's our responsibility now to take that and share that. And uh, you're right. It it was exactly what I needed personally, and I think it touched the hearts of everybody in the room. Mm, BBs and bazooka shells. (laughs) We 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 aired that message in the 4 o'clock hour, and our listeners will have a chance to hear that again on a okay. Sunday afternoon at 1 o'clock. We're talking right now, though, with Rich Andrews. He's the director of Florida Ministries uh, for Word of Life. And, and, Rich, as we talk about the two-year ministry program, the Word of Life uh, Bible Institute that you guys have, I think what we talked about in terms of Word of Life volunteering and helping set up the room goes a lot toward talking about practical ministry and what that means and how you teach that at Word of Life. Uh, maybe kind of expand on that a little bit for me. Yeah, yeah, I would love to. Everybody that was serving at the event last week, Bill, is an alumnus of the Bible Institute. And as part of our curriculum, um, we have ministry uh, designed into what we're teaching. So students aren't just sitting in class Tuesday through Friday. We actually clear their schedule on weekends uh, and give them Monday of the day off to recover because we want them taking what they're learning in the classroom and applying it in, a, in, a, in, in the real world. And time and time again, we'll have students come up to us and say, hey, you, it was so neat. You know, I was, I was out on ministry this weekend at, you know, at a church serving or at a harvest festival. We do a lot of that, uh, helping churches with those. And, and God gave me, a, you know, a conversation with somebody, and it was, I, I had exactly what I needed to, to pull from class and to be able to share and what we want them to walk away with, Bill, is that ministry is a lifestyle. And it's, it's not just something we do because it's scheduled, although we schedule it for them here, and it's part of the curriculum here. 
we want them to be to, to, to fall so in love with Jesus that that they can't help when they see a need like we had at the Armature Works last week. That they just walk in and say, "Okay, what can we do?" to help make this successful, to minister today. I think it's so great that at Word of Life, you help instill in folks a sense of godly humility. And it's not through beating people down. It's not through spiritual abuse. It's not through uh, you're a worm and I'm the chief and you got to do what I say. But I think that godly example of the same type of humility, even Christ showed as he, you know, as he bathed the disciples' feet in the upper room, that's so key to instilling people in ministry. I, When I got saved, Rich, I remember our youth pastor saying, you'll be ready to do great things for God when you're ready to scrub toilets for him. And and I kind of took that to heart. And, and I think it's cool that it sounds like that same type of uh, attitude, that same type of spirit is something people encounter at Word of Life. Yeah, it is. And that's what we want our students to do is see the needs and at whatever event they show up. And maybe there's somebody listening today, even, Bill, that's thinking, you know, we've got this event coming up at our church or whatever. We would love to connect with them because we want our students exposed to a myriad of different opportunities. You know, um, ministry isn't always showing up on Sunday morning and working the Sunday school class, although that's great, or in the nursery or in the youth room. Ministry is exactly what you just said. Hey, sometimes a toilet needs to be scrubbed. Sometimes the grass needs to be mowed. And I think in our minds we have this, you know, level of, you know, we, in, in our humanness, we've created, well, this is ministry. It's ministry if I open the Bible and I do this. Well, guess what? It's also ministry making sure everybody has food to eat. Mm. And, and it's also ministry making sure the tables get put away when the event is over. Um, and so what you, you talked about it and, and, it, and, it's, and it's our desire that students really begin to grasp that. And so that's why we're constantly putting them in places and giving them opportunities, even in our staff. You know, we're expecting our staff to continue to model those things um, while they're serving with us to our students and interacting with other folks as well. Rich Andrews is the director of Florida Ministries for Word of Life, and uh, today we're focusing on Word of Life Bible Institute. If you'd like to connect with Rich and with Word of Life, you can do that at wordoflife.edu. That's wordoflife.edu. Now, for those who didn't catch our conversation last week, Word of Life Bible Institute is a collegiate-level program offering just very intense Bible study and ministry training. And it really is, Rich, it's designed to help students deepen their faith on a number of levels, practically, scripturally, uh, educationally. And, And really, I think, and we've talked about this before, for that person who just knows that God's tugging at their heart for something and they're not quite sure what that means yet, to have a couple of years to investigate that deeply is such a blessing. Yes, and that's really what the program is designed to do. You know, ninety percent of the people who come to us come right after their uh, right after they graduate high school, so it's their freshman year. But the other ten percent are people that maybe are serving in church, or you know, uh, made a decision maybe as a young person and, and kind of let that decision go away as far as you know, taking time to study the Word of God. And so it's great because not only are you coming and studying, but you're also earning college credit while you're doing it. Um, you can take that, transfer those credits in, uh, finish out a biblical studies degree or a pastoral degree, whatever that is. Um, we want our students to come be immersed in the Word of God. We talked about it last week, but we're taking this, our students through the Bible two and a half times. One one of those times is through personal study, reading 
you know, the Bible cover to cover. We call them chapter titles, just assigning a one-sentence summary to every chapter in the Bible that they leave with. I mean, it's basically your own commentary. It's kind of neat. And then the rest of that time is class time. And, you know, we have two professors here. One teaches Bible survey. One teaches theology. And those are internal classes we're teaching. Everybody else is an adjunct professor coming in and teaching their specific area of the Bible, whether it's pastoral epistles or the Psalms. You know, um, we, we, we spend time dissecting Genesis you know, uh, 1 through 11, we just, our students leave within a very immersive time in the Word of God. And you get a chance to do that in, in a beautiful setting. Of course, your first year is at the Word of Life campus in Hudson, which is just gorgeous with the oak trees and the and the Spanish moss hanging down and just a, a beautiful environment to seek the Lord in. And then your second uh, year is at Scroon Lake, the Word of Life Island up there in New York, and I can't even imagine how pretty that's got to be, especially, especially rich for native Floridians who are used to pretty much sweating it out from April oh, on yeah. through October. Yeah, that campus in, that we have up in Scroon Lake, New York, is absolutely gorgeous. It is a different setting, um, but once again, totally designed just to get to get students away from some of the other distractions. It's not that you're not connected. You know, you, everybody carries a phone, still has the Internet. But there's just something about, and I went to school up there, both of my years actually, walking out of your dorm and seeing the beautiful Adirondack Mountains mm. being totally surrounded by God's creation. It really does lend itself towards, you know, meditation on what you're learning in class um, and reflection on who God is as the creator. It, it's awesome. Well, if it's uh, you or someone you love who's considering ministry and you want to know where to begin, a great place to start is wordoflife.edu to learn more about Word of Life's two-year Bible Institute. Bright Future scholarships, other scholarships are available, and these credits will transfer many of them to Christian colleges. So if you say, hey, I'm going to do two years with Word of Life and then go on to a four-year degree, that's, that's out there for them, isn't it, Rich? That is correct, yep. Those, those go with you, um, and we've actually gone ahead and talked with most of the major Christian universities in the United States and uh, actually you know, talked with them about accepting our students as scholarships available because you're a Word of Life graduate. Um, most students, Bill, and this is a big number, and people are going to wonder if it's true, but most students leave our, leave our school with 44 credits just from the first-year program. Wow. So you're well on your way after you attend Word of Life to pursuing that degree. Well, again, if you'd like to become involved, if you'd like to learn more about Word of Life, wordoflife.edu. That's wordoflife.edu. Rich Andrews is the Director of Florida Ministries for Word of Life. And again, Rich, we cannot say thank you enough for all of your help as a continuing sponsor, a, a title sponsor of our Pastors Appreciation Day, and also for sending your folks out there to be help with that, to, to move furniture, to, to bring in a podium, to do all the stuff that goes on behind the scenes that makes that uh, event what it is and makes it a very successful blessing for all of our pastors. God bless you, man. Well, thank you again, Bill, for allowing us to be a part of it. Um, we do uh, treasure our relationship with WTBN in Salem, and we're just very grateful to be able to, to help and come alongside. All right. Well, I can hardly wait for next year. Thanks a lot, Rich. All right, my friend. Thank you.
Good guy, Rich Andrews. Hey, listen, thank you so much for being with us today on Faith Talk 570, 910 and FM 102.1 for the Bill Carl Show. Again, it was great to hear from Dr. Mark Bailey, the message he delivered to our pastors last week at our Pastors Appreciation Day. I hope it was a blessing to you. Lots of application there for all of us. I want to thank Trent Bamberry for all of his help uh, and jumping on with us to talk about hurricane relief efforts with Radiant Church. And again, uh, national efforts. Be a part of it. Do something, whether it's just packing up some relief supplies or maybe if you have a weekend free, joining a work crew up in the panhandle. And, uh, of course, Scott Wilder from Save the Children. They work around the world and right here at home. Uh, making sure kids have what they need, and whether that's uh, ready-to-use therapeutic food, plumpy nut for those who are on the brink of starvation in places like the Horn of Africa, or right here at home, uh, setting up programs uh, in hurricane-blasted areas. Save the Children is such a powerful partner. You can reach them at 888-884-4836. Your gift of $60 saves a starving child. You can also click the Save the Children banner at letstalkfaith.com. I'm Bill Carl. Good night. God bless. Wherever you are, you've been, he's been there. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.